mighty God we serve. He can do more than we can ever think or dream of. If you can think it, he can do more than that. If you can believe it, he can do more than that. Unlimited, all power, all-knowing God. He alone is worthy of the praise, saints. He alone is worthy of the glory, saints. He alone is worthy of the honor. Hallelujah. 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 Whatever you've been leaving for, whatever you've been praying about, believe God. Believe God. Believe God. That other voice is trying to give you doubt and discouragement. Cast it out right now in the name of Jesus. He is mindful of you. He has great things in store for you. He has not forgot about you. He loves you. Hold on. Don't get weary in well-doing. Because in due season, you shall reap if you faint not. If you faint, you can't reap. So don't faint. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. You're at a brink of a blessing. You're at a brink of a blessing. Don't turn around. Don't mumble and complain and want to go back to the wilderness that he's taking you out of in Jesus' name. You're too close to turn around. You got less ground in front of you to your blessing. And we thank God for it. We thank him for overflow. We thank him for abundance. We thank him for growth. Mind, soul, and body. And then the other things is going to be added unto us in his name. Hallelujah. 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 Lord, hide me behind the cross. That I would decrease as you increase in me. Word my mouth. Bring those things back to my remembrance. Even, even experiences and testimonies to confirm your word. Bring them forth with demonstration and power and clarity. Let us not just be merely hearers, but doers of what you have said unto us in this place on today. As we are sensitive to your will and to your spirit, we will obey. Lead us and guide us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. May be seated in the presence of the Lord. On behalf of Pastor David and First Lady in their absence, he's out doing another assignment, and we thank God for that.
and we continue to hold him up. And we go on in destiny, what God has for us to do in this place on today. We thank God for Apostle Johnson. We continue to pray for her strength as she's in Nebraska ministering to her daughter. And they're both headed back this way because God have a plan for Nita in the city of Flint. I thank God for my husband, the man of God, that leads our household, that can hear from the Lord. Amen. For the good gift he has given unto me and to my destiny generation family, I thank God for you, each one of you, name by name. You are special to me. You hold a different place in my heart for each one of you. Some is a new place, some is an old place, but I don't never want it to get to be a familiar place that we don't hear what the Spirit is saying to each one of us or how he's using each one of us. And to our online members, our Destiny partners, our Facebook, our YouTube, we thank God for you. The Lord has given a word in this place on today. And we're going to continue with that series that Pastor David has started, Unleashing the Increase of Faith. And how he has, a, us, has encouraged us to examine how faith works and how it doesn't work. And to walk by faith. If you're walking by faith, you're not walking by sight. You're taking steps that only you can take with the help of the Lord because you don't know where you're going. You're going in territory that you've never gone before. So you need him to lead and guide you and not to lean to your own understanding. And on last week, Pastor Butler reminded us, by faith we are saved. Our old nature is gone away. Jesus' life is flowing through us, and in Christ, God gives us the victory over sin, and he will lead us to conquer in the trials and the situations and the circumstances that we face. Whatever you face, you are more than a conqueror. Those old things you don't have to do no more. We can daily get up and crucify our flesh. Our flesh won't it. It tastes good. It feels good. But it's only temporary. So daily we crucify our flesh. And daily we put on the whole armor of God. You get up every day and you take a bath. I hope and I pray. Because if not, you will be offensive to other people. And everybody don't want to smell that. Handle it. So daily, we got to do the same thing with our armor. We got to put on daily our, own, our armor of God. Because you catch us in a bad day, that old nature will spring up. So that's why we put it on. Just like we bathe, we put on the armor. 
so we can daily crucify this flesh. My objectives on today is to encourage you to use one of your greatest assets God has given you, which is your faith. Number two, there are levels of faith. How do you get from one level to another level? Three, and to help you realize that everything is affected by our faith. Whatever we become and achieve in this life determines our ability to trust God. God honors our faith. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, For without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe he is in a water that of those who diligently seek him. If you diligently seek him, he's going to reward you. But you got to believe. You got to trust him. You can't do it on your own. Our father wants us to have confidence that he will fulfill his promises. What have he said to you? Hold on. Don't give up. Don't move from that mark. Because he's coming through. But the enemy is the one that brings doubt and discouragement. And say, no, it ain't going to happen. No, you got to say, devil, yes, it is going to happen. I am standing on the promises of God. And what he said he will do. He's a guarantee. He never fails. He's going to come through. Yes, I have a part to play, and as I play my part and be led by the Spirit and do what the Spirit tells me to do, he's going to come on my behalf. And you can't be as persuaded. You got to know that you know that it's a done deal. I got three levels of faith. Number one, small, little faith. That's where you struggle. I think I can. I might can. I know he can. But help my unbelief. That's the level. We, all, we have all started there. But we shouldn't stay at that level of faith. Because as he give us tests and trials and situations, and as we pass them, we see that he's able to help us. In Mark 7, in Mark 9, excuse me, 17 through 24. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought thee my son, which has a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he tears him, he formeth and gashes with teeth, and pitieth away. And I have spoke to thy disciples. They should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And he asked the father, how long at age since this came upon him? And he said, as a child. And oftentimes he had cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. 
But if thou can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. If thou can do anything. Jesus said unto him, if thou can believe, all things are possible to him that believe. And straight away, the father of the son cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, but help thy my unbelief. So he was struggling. I believe, but I got unbelief. Help me. That's the struggle. Because it's like, is it, can, can you do it? I, 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 I know you can. I think you can. But I'm struggling. And sometimes we struggle because we don't know the will of God. But when you know the will of God, then you got to stand firm in knowing this is the will of God for my life. So knowing that, that should take the struggle out. But even in that, when he cried out to the Father to ask for help, he still saved and he rescued him. I had a situation where I was believing God for a girl. If you know me, you know I don't have a girl. But that was not in the will of God for me. That was my desire. That's what I wanted. And people will begin to take what you desire and what you want and what you believe for. And I'm not going to necessarily feed on that, but want that same desire for you. I can want it for you. I wanted it for me. But it was still not in the plan of God for me. I had prophecies. I see a girl. I had a tape that I would listen to. And this person came and said, so you don't want any more kids? I said, no, I want a daughter. And they said, well, God, this gonna, your next child is going to be a girl, da-da-da. Okay. And it says I already told him what I didn't want. So what's next? It's like he fed on me telling him I really wanted a daughter. And for a minute, after people prophesied, it's like, I will look you straight in the face. I'm not giving you nothing. You go hear from the Lord because I'm not giving you no clues. <laughs> but God said, you can believe what you want to believe. This is not in my will for you. It's not going to happen. What you want and the promise is two different things. This was healing. He promised healing for us. So if you're sick, you can stand on the word. You're going to be healed. That purple car, that purple house, that's stuff that you want. Not that he, he didn't say we can have houses and lands and abundance, but certain things is what we want and not necessarily a promise. So we have to know the difference because then our ways will line up with his ways. Our desire will line up with what he will have for you in your life and in your situation. So the devil can't say, oh, he didn't come through. You know what? No, he didn't. Because that was not his will for my life. I was to raise up four godly sons, and that's what I did. All right, shut up. Because sometimes he's talking to you. You got to talk to him. And sometimes you're going to say, in God's time, he coming. All right, 
quiet the noise. Because if you continue to let him meditate and play in your mind, that's where doubt comes. Faith comes by hearing whatever you hear. If you keep on hearing you ugly and you believe you ugly, then you are ugly. It's whatever you hear. We always say it's the word, but sometimes it's not the word. Sometimes people don't beat you down and say, you can't so long to where you feel you can't. And you got a faith in, I can't do it, versus I can, because Christ strengthens me. So we got to turn it around. Not how we feeling, but what the word is saying concerning our conditions and concerning us. The word said, I can do all things through Christ. Not some things, all things. So when we face things that we feel like we cannot do, we got to go back to the word. And we got to believe God. Number two, great faith. Great faith is maturing, growing faith. Standing on the word of God. He will do it. Period. Matthew 8, verse 5, and I'm going to go down to 10. And when Jesus had come into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him and saying, Lord, my servant live home, sick of palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou should come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers unto me. And I say to this man, go, and he goeth, and to another cometh, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith no, not in Israel. He understood authority. You don't got to come. You just got to say the word and it's done. That's great faith. He recognized it based on his rank and his authority. We are heirs with Christ. We are joint heirs in Christ. So when we recognize that that's our authority, we can just ask God to do it and know that it is going to be done. Because we're acting in the promises, we're acting in lining up with what he told us he want to do on our behalf in our situation. Number three, absolute, perfect faith. God said it and it's done. I'm not going to question it. I'm just going to move how he tell me to move. Because it's done. Genesis 22, 1 through 5. Now it came to pass after these things that God had tested Abraham. And he said to him, Abraham, and he said, here am I. Then he said, take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to Mor the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I should tell you. 
So Abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey, and he took the two of his young men with him and Isaac his son, and he split the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which the Lord had told him. Then on the third day, Abraham lifted his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back. One said he was going to be sacrificed. Did he fret? Did he say, God, this is my only child? He believed God. He didn't murmur. He didn't complain. He knew all that stuff that God had said about, about Isaac has not taken place yet. Isaac hadn't did the will of God yet. He was still a young man. All that greatness he was, God promised that Isaac will come through Isaac Lawrence. Ain't came yet. So if I have to sacrifice him, he must go raise him up because he ain't did the work of the Lord yet. So yeah, it's easy to tell somebody, me and the lad coming back. I don't know how God going to do it, but me and the lad coming back. Because his day ain't over yet. It was a done deal. Did he fret? Did he murmur? Did he complain? That was absolute faith. Absolute faith in the midst of Still uncertainty, because I don't know how God's going to do this. And we know God provided a sacrifice. But if, even if God didn't provide a sacrifice, we know that God was able to have him sacrificed and yet still raised again. But he didn't doubt. He didn't complain. He had prophesied what was going to happen. He didn't know how it was going to happen and how it was going to come about. Me and the lad come back. Y'all stay right here. So that's what we got to be. Well, we believe God. We don't complain. We don't trip. It's done. I don't know how he going to do it. It's done. And at this time, Isaac wasn't like no little boy. To where he's like, where, 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 where we going? He could have been like, uh-uh, uh-uh, where, where is the sacrifice? The Lord will provide. He answered what he asked, and that was it. He didn't add live. because he, he, he add to it. He just said the Lord will provide. So as he went on the journey, he was yet believing that the Lord will provide. Sometimes when we on our journey, we think of plan B. If you don't come through, I'm going to go that way. All right. Because we're trying to figure it out, work it out. A, B, C, D. How, how can I make this happen? But when we get to mature, growing faith, faith, we just say, God, go do it. I don't know how he going to do it. God, go do it. I remember at the age of nine, we was getting baptized at 12th Street. Always been a hair girl. Always been a hair girl. And see, even now, but I went from pressing curl for a minute, went to perm, now back to the natural. And I didn't want to get my hair wet. We get our hair done every two weeks. 
So I didn't want that water to hit my hair, and I got this little fluffy little afro. I said, okay, God, I'm getting baptized, but I need you to make sure my hair don't get wet. So that saran wrap, I wrapped that saran wrap. I did a shower cap and then put the swimming cap. And I was like, my hair ain't going to get wet. Do you know when I got out of that pool, my hair was not wet? Because <laughs> everything that concerns you, it concerns him. I didn't want to go two weeks with my hair being nappy. Mama had four, four girls that she had to make sure her hair got done. So it wasn't going to be no do-over. My hair messed up. It was going to be, God, I need you to help me. And, and, and he came through. But I was believing, I was certain that he was going to make it happen. It's been years, but the Lord said, get your credit together. I work in a bank. Not knowing situations. I didn't know what life events was going was to take me. But sometimes you put stuff in people's name and you think they're going to pay it because you got the better credit and they don't. But then when they mess you up, you need to get your stuff together. So I, it was a process. It didn't happen overnight. So I began to work on it, work on it, work on it. I said, okay, God, I can get stuff in my name, and I don't have to pay a lot because if you got A credit compared to E credit, you could be paying $200 more than the person that got A credit because they got good credit. So I said, okay, God, help me, help me. He said, first was get your credit together. Then he said, yeah, you, you're, you're getting it and you got it. But there's another level, even in good credit, that's better credit. You think you got to see, oh, I'm getting a 9%. I'm getting a 7%. That's good. So when you say, hmm, there's something as a 2%? Just a, a little stretch more. <laughs> I can have a 2%. <laughs> so when the bank lend me money, I pay them less money back. And some people are like, hey, they just approved it. Yeah, at 18%, man. <laughs> That's crazy. But when that knowledge and that light come on, and you say, okay, do I want to pay $5? Do I want to pay $25 for that same thing. I want the $5. So it's a process of getting from 25 back to 5 You got to work on it. You got to say something. Nope, I pass on that. Nope, I put extra on that. Nope, nope, nope. And these credit cards, talking to a banker, put them up. Because if you don't pay for it, off that same month, and if you out of that 0% for 12 months, you're going to pay 18, 13, 24% on whatever you put on there. That's good credit. That's bad credit. We are in the same boat. And it just takes us forever to get out of that cycle. That's why they're so eager to give them to you. Because even people with good credit, oh, I got like a little balance. Yeah, a little balance that's getting 18% per month, 13% per month. And I was, well, I, I caught it on sale. 
But if I didn't pay, pay it right off, if I'm trying to get points, that sale item was no longer a sale item when you kept it on that credit card too long. I said that to say this. It's a process. It ain't going to happen overnight. But I started, and now I'm at that good level. But it took a process to get to that good level. And I guard that good level with my life. Because <laughs> it was work. So wherever, wherever you at in your faith walk, if it's small, believe for great. If it's great, believe for absolute. And different situation comes and it shows us and it's, it shows us where we at or where we not at. And in each situation, it might be a little different. Because sometimes when stuff comes, it just like knock you off your feet and you got to get your back and say, all right, okay, that's okay. But know where you at. Know what you believe in God for. Don't settle for a, a, a counterfeit. Don't try to do plan A and he done already promised you plan B. Because that flesh baby ain't going to work. Because we want that promise child that he have already promised us and said that is ours to have. When we look at our this year of 2018, I got homework. I want y'all to go back and really look at the prayer priorities that you were believing God for. Pull it out. I know as a personal, my family has been pulling it out, going over it. Pastor David, First Lady, we're yet continuing to pray over those things. See what God has answered. When I look at our situations and ours, we had transition. One was coming out of school, believing for a job. We were believing for jobs. We were believing for increase. We were believing for transportation. We were looking, um, um, believing for better relationships. God has just been answering that step by step, every line that we had put and we had been praying about, fasting about. But the main thing, I had been looking at it and I looked at it last night. He was just like, what was your first one? It's to trust you. We had put trust God. And he said, that's how you got where you at now by trusting me. When our focus is on him and we trust him, everything else going to work out. Did it come like I thought it was going to come? No. Did I have a plan that I said, okay, you can come this way, that way? Yep, I did. Stuff that I'm so used to coming in, like, all right, April 15th, something coming in? No. Did it stop from anything else happening? No. Why? Because sometimes he don't want you to get familiar with those same things that you're looking at. Because see, sometimes those become your go-tos. I can go to that. That'll work out for me right there. That's an ace. No, nah. he take every ace, every spade, and be like, no, you're going to trust me. So this whole walk, 18, trust me, trust me. And others in the family had to get a new job, to get a job, believing for a job. I done had that on my heart. And he said, look, you've been talking, Dort Federal. 
I said, but they they hire full full time, part time, and want you to work your work your way up. My bills ain't based on part time. I gotta come in full time. I'm sorry. He said, look, based on them opening so many branches, they were hiring full time. So what I had believed for, prayed for, done put it on the shelf in the sense, it came forth in 18. Yesterday was three months. She just going over my review. I'm exceeding, excelling. I'm at the top. Because um, all they asking for 25% for the first night. Oh, 25%? Just be nice to people. You can get 25% of your gold done. But God did it. I said that to say this. That was land that I had been sown on. I had been telling people when, when Chase would say no, Go to the door. They'll help you with that. they give you a personal loan. Go, go on the door. I'm in Chase saying, go on the door. So I had already sent people there and sold seed over there prior to getting there. And then now I'm there. But even in that door, was that an easy door to walk in? No. Did the devil try to bring doubt in that door? Yes. Did I have to shut him up? Yes. Because I was leaving eight years behind. I know it. I can do it with my eyes closed. I can do that job. But Dort is a big opportunity. Different things I was going to have to face that I didn't have to face that chase. Literally. People that hate you for no reason. And then more things that I had to do that I didn't have to do. Chase this big, big company. So we were, somebody want a loan, okay, you want a car? Let me call Lindy. Let me call Lindy. You want a house? Let me call the mortgage department. At door, oh, you want a loan? I'm that one got to take that loan and then give the loan officers all the information on why I feel you should or should not get it. So then they're the second eyes to me telling you what I believe we can do for you. That's more authority. I can't. I know I can't. I can do this. And then Chase had stuff, it was just in sync. You go to this, you go to that. Dora ain't quite as in sync. So you got to know what's next <laughs> when you're doing what you're doing. So because I, I talked to my husband, I was like, I don't know about this. He's like, babe, you can do it. Dr. Pastor David, you can do it. Then I had to get it myself. Eva, you can do this. It's getting you out your comfort zone. It's stretching you more than you've been stretched in banking for years, but it can be done. And I had to talk to myself and let myself know God did not put you here to drop you. Because the devil, you don't just left eight years. You should have. No, we don't backtrack, boo. I don't backtrack. When it's done, it's done. And I'm going to stay where God has put me. And I'm not just going to stay. I'm going to conquer this land. Because I'm here to help somebody else. And God has and is yet doing it on my behalf. So don't be satisfied with no little faith. Don't be satisfied with great faith. Get the best. Wherever you're at, move up and go greater in God. He got things that you haven't even seen yet that he has in store for you. But it ain't going to come if you don't believe. 
The word said it's impossible to please him. What you want? Believe God for it. But when he tell you how to get there, listen and obey. Because that's how we want it, but we don't want to put the work in. So you really don't want it. Nothing is just going to be given. Sometimes you're going to have to make the sacrifices to make it happen. You're going to have to give up some things right now because it's temporary for where you want to go. You want a car? Put that, that McDonald's money aside and put it up. Because sometimes you can't have McDonald's plus a car note. You want some new furniture? Okay. Save some money. Because people ain't going to just give you everything you want. You're going to have to make it happen. But when you ask God, he's going to show you how to make it happen. And when you listen and do, it's going to come to you. And you know what? You're going to enjoy it better when you done made it happen with the help of God. First got credit. I ain't thinking about credit. Oh, but when it got bad and now it went back to good? Oh, no. I appreciate it because it, it was a work getting back to good. When you had that bucket... And then I think we're going to make it to work. We might stop. But then you get in something that you can just get in, broom, boom, and it go. Oh, yeah. You're going to appreciate that broom, boom. Because you don't got to be worried about sitting on the side of the street. But it's, it's a progress. It's a work. We got to advance. We got to want to advance. We got to want better. We got to want to do things different. And we got to stand upon the word of God. Whatever the devil say, if it ain't lining up to the word, don't believe it. He a liar. He want to bring doubt. He want to be in confusion. And sometimes people just don't know. People just don't know. When I'm going through a, a faith fight and you talking different than what I'm believing, I'm going to shut you up. It's not that it's harsh. But it's coming against what I'm believing God for. If the doctor is saying something contrary to what you're believing or what God said, I'm not saying shut them up, but then you got to say, you know what? I'm standing on what God said. Because the facts is yet the facts. But I got a God that can change facts and can turn it around where you can't. So I got to trust and believe the one who can change the situation around. That's why it says death and life is in the power of the tongue. What are you saying to yourself? What kind of music are you listening to? When I'm in the zone this year, greater is coming. I see increase. I was playing songs where I would believe I was going. When I'm finna preach, it's more getting in the spirit. It's more Holy Spirit, however you want to use me. Why? Because that get me in the zone. What gets you in the zone to do what you got to do? Mine is music and watching what I'm saying and listening to out of my own mouth. Know your zone. Let's stand up. We are growing in faith. We are believing God. We are steadily trusting in the Lord for increase.
we do believe the prayers that we pray because we know that God hears our prayers. We are pleasing unto God because we believe what he said he will do, he will do. I'm not going to put him in the box. I'm not going to put him in a time frame. I know it's a done deal. It's going to happen because I believe God. Keep the faith and all things will come to pass. That's when transformation comes from. That's how you got saved. You believe and you saved by faith. You use that same faith to take you where you believe in God for. It don't matter if nobody ever have done what you believe in God for. You believe God for. It don't matter if none of your family have ever got to that place in life. You believe God for it. And believe God can do it for you. As parents so often, we believe God for our kids. We cheer them on. But believe God for yourself. As an individual, God can work it out in me. God can use me. God can do it through me. Yeah, I want them Davis boys to be all that they can be. And I encourage them to be all that they can be. But they mama will be all that she can be too. Because it's based on him. So often we want our kids to make it so we can get on their coattail. I ain't getting on your coattail. If you do something for me when you make it, great. I'm going to have my own coat and my own tail, and I'm going to make it. And that's how you got to believe God's word. If he said it, he's not a respected person. If he did it for one of us, he's able to do it for you. Every kid might be an alcoholic. Every kid might be on drugs. But this one right here, you believe it for great things. And you believe in they gonna be delivered. Don't stop. I don't care what they do. You gotta speak. You are a man of God. You are a woman of God. You are doing excellent in school. Speak what you want, not what you see. You want good health? I got good health. And when he tell you to stop eating that chicken, stop eating that chicken. Are you trusting God in every aspect of your life? It is only when you believe in Jesus Christ and are confident that God will do as he promised, our lives are transformed only when we believe. What are you believing for? God can do it. Don't hold him in a box. Don't put limitations on him. Trust him. He's coming through in his timing. Wait upon the Lord. Get your faith. Get your belief on. Things that you ain't never seen. People ain't acting right, but you saying, hey, they saved and they living right right now in Jesus' name. Your marriage ain't right. Hey, you speak over that man. You speak over that wife. Rub their head when they sleep. Anoint them and speak what God said. He is the head of the household. She is my helpmate. 
Whatever it ain't, you say it is. Because it lines up with the word of God. They do have a sweet spirit. They are very loving. And they might not be acting sweet or loving at the time you say it. But you're going to say it enough. And God going to change them. And change the circumstances. I believe God. If he said it, he will do it. Our faith friends, our YouTube, trust God. Whatever your situation is, whatever your circumstances are, don't give up on your only help. If you don't know him, get to know him. If you do not have a church home, get in a church where you can be fed. The word tells us to assemble ourselves together. So if you can get out, get out. Where you can be fed. We thank you for visiting. Next Sunday, we'll be here. Tuesday night, we'll be here at 6.30. If you in the area, stop by. And for our Destiny members, as you see yourself in the words, where are you? Are you small? Are you great? Are you absolute? When the word came forth, I seen in areas, I've been in every area. And I want to be at absolute. Knowing it's a done deal consistently with him. So that's my goal. That's what I'm striving for. If God said, even you don't got to figure it out. You don't have to have a plan B, C, D, and E. God going to make it happen. And you don't have to get in it. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the areas of faith. Those that are not saved, we pray for salvation. Because by faith, we are saved. Wherever they stand in the need of right now, Lord, I ask that you will meet the need. Visit them in a special way. Lord, those that are saved but need help on boards, need the Holy Spirit to be the guide, the teacher, the comforter, the standby, the intercessor. Fill us up the more, Lord. Help us. Renew our spirits. Wash us with the washing of your words. In the name of Jesus. And us that are saved, Holy Ghost filled, but yet see where we were coming short in the word. Lord, help us. As we pull our prayer priorities out and look back and see what you're done. Like the, the lion and the bear. This Goliath that we're facing, we know that you can do it also. So as we encourage ourselves, as we look at your track record, Lord, help us to stand firm and to trust you and to focus on you. When other things try to come in our way, we will get them out the way that we can stay focused on you in the name of Jesus. And those that's looking for a church home, they will come into destiny to learn the part to learn their part in destiny that you have for them to do and to be. 
that they would take it to the ends of this world to be all that you have commissioned for them to be as an individual. That we can go where no man has gone with you. We can believe for greater with you. Nothing is impossible with you. And Lord, we thank you for it. We are encouraged on today. We are strengthened on today. The word has fell on good ground on today. And it shall bring forth a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. We will speak faith. And when our brother and our sister speak something outside of faith, we will remind them, hold on, trust God. He is on the way. Have your way. Let everything we say or do, that you will get the glory, that you will get the honor that we will be children and vessels that you are pleased with, that we are doing your will, that we are staying in our lanes and we are focused on you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.